Hello, all my lovely listeners, and welcome back to the Time to Be Real podcast with me, your host. The only life update I have is that I am really craving cake right now, and I was gonna DoorDash bunt cakes, and they were closed, and that ruined my entire night. <laughs> but I decided I will just get my bunt cakes tomorrow. I think cake is the superior dessert, especially a bun cake. Anyways, welcome fam. I am so excited to get into this topic. As I was researching, I really, I I had a, a breakthrough through the research that I found. It was insane. And I really, really think I picked this topic for a reason. I think it was meant to help me more than anyone. So I'm really excited and I hope you learned something from this episode. And I hope you stay to the end to hear kind of how to to cope with these different type of things that we'll cover. We are going to talk about why we crave validation, the effects of validation seeking my personal experience with it and how to break the need for validation yeah let's get into it so first of all what is validation defined as the definition i saw on google was the action of checking or proving the validity or accuracy of something Recognition or affirmation that a person or their feelings or opinions are valid or worthwhile. In the sense of external validation, it's seeking approval from others. That's basically what it is in a social setting. And the big question is, why do we seek validation? What makes us want validation from others? I think the short answer to that is it's nice to be accepted. It's as simple as that. Validation is comforting. And validation also helps us regulate our emotions. And it feels relieving to know that your experience, your feelings are acceptable. Now keep in mind throughout this episode that validation is not bad. It's not a bad thing. It is affirming and positive. It only becomes problematic when it becomes the focus of all you do. It's a big part of our childhood to seek external validation or not even to seek it, but that's what we want. We want our parents to be proud of us. We want their approval. So that is a normal part of our childhood experience. And it's normal to want to feel heard and accepted. However, there is a a balance between being able to take you know, outside feedback, but not letting that be the end all be all and not letting that dictate your self-worth as well. And if a person feels that their thoughts, feelings, and emotions are not heard and understood, that may leave them feeling isolated and unsupported. And that over a period of time is going to trigger insecurity And those of us whose sense of self-validation may be lacking, 
which then may turn you into a validation addict. You might also seek validation now due to past experiences. One thing I do remember from my one psychology class in school is that everything is learned in childhood. You are the way you are now from the experiences you had in childhood growing up. Everything in your childhood has shaped who you are today. There's that saying that says, as an adult, you crave the things you lacked as a child. I think seeking validation as an adult could mean that you didn't feel valued or receive enough attention, praise, or encouragement as a child. And I actually read that invalidation is one of the most damaging forms of emotional abuse. The effects of seeking validation, they can be extremely detrimental to our mental health. It leads to feelings of low self-esteem, insecurity, anxiety, and self-doubt. Addiction to validation ultimately destroys your self-esteem. And I've realized after researching all this is that this has been incredibly harmful to my self-esteem personally. Like this is something I am really, really struggling with. And I, I'm having the hardest time working through it. And so I'm so glad that we're talking about this now because it's very, it's very relevant. (laughs) And the reason it kind of came up is because last time with my therapist, I was telling her about someone in my life and she had just said, it sounds like you crave validation. I don't know how she said it, but it was something like that. And at first I was like, kind of offended. (laughs) I was like, um, no, I don't. Excuse me. Like, what? And then as I started like thinking about it more, I was like, damn, she's right. I really, I really do do that. Like, this is a problem. And then I was, as I was researching it, I realized this is a huge problem. Like, we gotta, we gotta do something about this. So that whole experience led me to question, where does this come from? For me, like what caused me to doubt myself so much? Where, where did this come from? Because when I can pinpoint where a behavior is coming from, like where I learned that in the first place, it helps me almost feel better about it. And then I can you know, work on fixing it. But my feeling, I think it really came from, again, when I was a kid, my feelings as a child were not necessarily acceptable. I had a lot of major temper tantrums. I felt really big and I was a very emotional child. I still am very sensitive and I still do have big feelings, but I was told that my feelings were too much I'm too sensitive and I take things too personally. I'm dramatic, you know, things like that, that certain people had made me believe. And I carried those beliefs into my teenage and adult life. I learned that the way I was and the way I reacted, it was bad and my feelings were too much and it's not okay to have big feelings. In my life now, I find myself constantly trying to seek out validation to in some way heal that part of me that felt constantly invalidated 
from constantly he hearing that my emotions and feelings were bad and I shouldn't feel that way. It led me to feeling very isolated in my struggles because I had learned that your feelings are too big. So you have to basically do it on your own. So that is why I personally find myself craving validation now. And I think this pattern of behavior has seriously harmed my mental health over the years. Maybe think of something that has kind of made yourself crave validation. Where do you think it came from for yourself? Where do you think that started? Sometimes it can come from receiving too much praise or encouragement or positive feedback that you continue to seek that out as you get older. So it can be too much or too little. And as I was researching this topic, I found something incredibly eye-opening and almost like a slap in the face, kind of all of the above. But as I was researching, you know, why we, why we crave validation, why, how do we stop craving it? I came across a term multiple times and it's a disorder, the histrionic personality disorder. So basically, I'm I'm going to pull a lot from this article, which will be linked in the description. All of the my sources will be linked there, and you can check them out because it's so interesting. But this HPD is what I'm going to refer to it as because I cannot say histrionic very well. Hey, <laughs> I can't even say H. HPD, it is a mental health condition marked by intense, unstable emotions and a distorted self-image. The word histrionic means dramatic or theatrical. So for some people with this disorder, their self-esteem depends on the approval of others and doesn't come from a true feeling of self-worth. And they have an overwhelming desire to be noticed and often behave dramatically or inappropriately to get attention. So it's basically an attention-seeking disorder. And people with this disorder, they don't realize that they're behaving in a way that is, behaving or thinking in a way that is very problematic. This disorder is relatively rare, they say. it's It only affects about 1% um, of people. However, I feel like 1% is still quite a bit, you know. But as this is what got me, this is what seriously got me. I read through the symptoms of HPD and I, I'm not saying I have this disorder, but because I don't necessarily do to the extreme of a lot of these things, but that being said, I still relate so much to some of these symptoms that it just opened my eyes to to be like, okay, wow, like what I am thinking, what I'm doing, it's not normal. And I I need to work, actively work on this. I'm going to read these symptoms just so you can have some awareness of what this may look like. So a person with HPD may feel underappreciated or depressed when they're not the center of attention. They may have rapidly shifting and shallow emotions and i looked up what shallow emotions is it's basically self 
centered emotions. Uh, they may be dramatic and extremely emotionally expressive, even to the point of embarrassing friends and family in public. They may have a larger than life presence, be persistently charming and flirtatious, be overly concerned with their physical appearance. That one is a huge, huge one. Use their physical appearance to draw attention to themselves by wearing bright colored clothing or revealing clothing. And this one, I, this one I do not relate with because it says acting inappropriately sexual, act inappropriately, I can't even speak, sexual with the most of the people they meet, even when they're not sexually attracted to them. So that one I don't really understand, but they may also speak dramatically and express strong opinions, but with few facts or details to support their opinions. They may be gullible and easily influenced by others, especially by the people they admire. They may think that their relationships with others are closer than they usually are. This one scares me because what if I do have this disorder and what if my friends are like actually not my friends and <laughs> they're like homegirl um like you really thought that we were close? I don't know it's freaking it's that one scares me because I don't want to feel stupid and be like and think that my connection with someone is stronger than it actually is. Um, and they may also need instant gratification and become bored or frustrated very easily. And lastly, they may constantly seek reassurance or approval. Damn, bro. I'm telling you, I am telling you when I read this, I was, I almost was kind of scared because I saw so many of these in me and it made me, uh, made me judge myself a lot by being like, like almost like frustrated. Like why, why do I do this? Like I hate that I do this and I don't want to be anxious when I'm not getting that validation from others. I don't want to feel that way. Like that is so annoying and like, uh, I just, I hate that. But you know, shaming yourself for a disorder you might have or just symptoms that you might have, that's not going to do any good <laughs> by any means. And for this disorder, a lot of this, it kind of says the same thing. It's caused from your childhood or parenting styles of your parents. But, you know, trauma or abuse that happened in your childhood, same thing with validation. You know, it, it all comes from your childhood and how you were treated. I, I just thought it would be fun to dive into kind of that disorder and get a, that, that would be a more extreme of val seeking validation and attention seeking. But the big question is how can we break the pattern of constantly seeking outside approval or attention? Like what are some things that we can do or remember that will Help us through this. For me, I, I don't want to suffer anymore by having so much anxiety, caring what people think and wanting approval. I'm, I'm so done. Like, needing that. I, I'm so tired. Like it's so exhausting constantly being on edge about 
if what you're doing is okay and if you are accepted by the people around you and if you're worthy of this or that you know it's it's exhausting and i'm tired of spending my energy waiting for people's approval or seeking it out like i'm tired of doing that even subconsciously i do it so i really think the first step is to recognize that you're doing it and tell yourself you're done I'm going to give a few suggestions on how you can, my voice is cracked, <laughs> how you can cope with this constant need for attention and validation. There are lots of different resources and suggestions out there that can be helpful. These are just a small handful that I personally think are going to help me as I work on this. The first one being, distraction. I don't necessarily think that distracting yourself is bad. I think it's a helpful coping mechanism at times. I mean, if you're distracting yourself constantly from your emotions and thoughts, you know, that's not great. When you're trying to resist getting validation, distracting yourself from those thoughts and that need can be super helpful. So I actually tried this today at work. I found myself, because on the symptoms, it said that these people tend to get bored really easily and they want instant gratification. And I definitely relate with that. That could be many causes, but whatever. I definitely relate with that. And so when I'm bored, I just, my mind immediately goes to, oh my gosh, like I need validation. Like, am I okay? I need to be validated right now. It's like, it's almost like a panic. And so distracting yourself from those thoughts is great and i i brought a book to work and literally every time i found myself kind of starting to fall into that i was like okay open up the book just like open it up start reading <laughs> because there's no reason that i need validation at this time i don't <laughs> i don't need it i i'm chilling i'm just sitting at work you know, and so distracting yourself with a book, a podcast, music, writing, anything, you know, just anything that you'd like to distract yourself with, just try to do something else with your time. The second one is notice when the times come up that you are seeking validation. You know, is this through social media that you're seeking it? Is this through a friend or a boss or a parent, you know, where are you trying to get validation from? If it's all of those, then it's all of those. But first pinpoint where you're drawn to getting that validation. And once you know, that's when you can start to really focus in. For me, it is several different sources that I tend to seek validation. So whenever you find yourself going to these sources, notice it notice that you're doing it and in that moment rewrite the narrative validation is often subconscious but just any time you notice that you're seeking that rewrite the narrative and you can you can counteract those tendencies with no i'm i'm okay i'm good or i don't need their approval i am accepted and loved as i am in this moment regardless 
of anyone's approval or disapproval. Now, that's so much easier said than done, obviously. Obviously, it's way easier said than done because that's not going to fix it just by being like, no, I don't need their approval. But like, (laughs) but it's like, no, I need it. I need it now. But I think starting to rewire your brain by noticing the thoughts when they happen and the tendencies when it happens and then seeing how you can talk yourself through it. So for example, let's say I'm just sitting at work and it's quiet, but I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm antsy. I'm bored. Nobody's talking to me. Like I must have done something wrong. Like they all hate me. That's kind of what goes through your head a little bit. And so maybe you go on social media to get some validation, or maybe you text a friend, or maybe you talk to your coworker, blah, blah, blah. You know, you try to find something. In those moments, it's actually, I feel like it's better to pause and say, why do I need this validation from them? If someone really likes who I am and accepts me, they won't care if I do or say this or that, they're going to accept me as I am. The people who love me and want to be around me, they're going to accept me. So why am I stressing in this moment? Long story short, it does not matter what anybody else thinks of you. It really doesn't. You can rewrite the narrative and you can challenge those thoughts. You don't have to believe that thought that says, I need validation right now. I'm insecure. I need it. You can just say, hey, wait, no, no, no. We know who we are. We are confident. We love who we are. Fault and all, we love every bit about us. Imperfections and all. Regardless if anybody else approves of us, I love myself. And that's enough. My next tip is to congratulate yourself when you make little wins. You know, notice throughout the day, like, oh my gosh, I am so proud that I chose a healthier lunch option than getting chicken nuggets again, you know? Or I'm so proud that I chose to read my book for five minutes rather than scroll on TikTok for five minutes. Or I'm so proud that cleaned out my cat's litter box. I'm so proud that I got to bed before 11 p.m. I think just learning how to self-validate and self-soothe. That comes with telling yourself when you've done a good job. And lastly here, this suggestion was listed in several articles. Taking a break from social media. Now, (laughs) this is where it gets me. This is where it calls me out. The amount of old friends I've had comment on how much I post on social media really annoys me because I'm going to post however much I want. (laughs) If I find a quote that I love and I want to share it with people, I'm going to post it. If I have a thought in my head that I think someone else might benefit from, I'm going to post about it. It's not the posting that gets me. It's the scrolling and the comparison. That explore page, that should be banned, man. Posting is fine. Posting is fun. It's It's chill. It's the scrolling. And it's the every time you log on to Instagram, there's that little, you know, red notification that says, hey, you got a comment, you got a like, you got a direct message. That's harmful as well, because that's external validation. 
So yes, I do agree taking a break from social media, but <laughs> I don't think you have to necessarily never go on social media. I think I would specify this to stop scrolling on social media. I'm going to work on posting and shutting the app off. And I know this is a constant freaking battle and it probably always will be, but I'm really going to be more conscious of my time on social media. Those are all of my suggestions I wrote down. Like I said, there are so many different things you can do to handle situations like this. And if you think something else that I didn't even say is going to work for you, try it, dude. The main takeaway that I really want to get out is do not shame yourself for wanting attention, for wanting validation. Or if you feel like you might have this HPD, okay. <laughs> There's no shame in, in any of that. It's okay if this is a struggle. I can guarantee you are not alone. I mean, I relate to this, so you know for sure you're not alone. And it's totally out of your control. It's not your fault that you have these thinking patterns. It's not your fault that you weren't taught things as a child, but you can learn to fix it now. And you can learn to self-validate and self-regulate now. And I think that's amazing that we can show ourselves self-love. To sum up the episode, it's okay if you feel like you need validation from others. In time, you won't need that anymore. Just remember that at some point you're not going to be relying on other people to give you that approval. I really hope that this was helpful to you. I hope that you feel like you're not alone. You are all amazing. If you ever need to chat about anything, reach out to me on my socials. My Instagram is Murdoch. You can always DM me there. If you want to know when new podcast episodes are out, hit the notification bell on Spotify or wherever you're listening. Or follow the podcast on Spotify or wherever you're listening. <laughs> and if you enjoyed this episode, if it brought you comfort please, if you feel inclined to, leave a five-star review wherever you're listening. That really helps the podcast reach new people and keeps us growing. I really love you guys. I really appreciate every single one of you. We hit over a hundred listeners recently and it just warmed my freaking heart. This is only episode seven. So thank you so much. I love you all, and I will talk to you next week. Bye!